G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our Eurovision Weekly Update show. Always a lot happening at this time of year, Michael, isn't there? Absolutely. Obviously, one of the big national finals kicked off, and we have our own next week, so lots happening. Indeed. Well, let's talk about Australia. Um, we had the last four songs come out this week. Uh, they were from Vanessa Amorosi, Lessons of Love, Dadiri, Raw Stuff, Montaigne, Don't Break Me, and also Jaguar Jones with Rabbit Hole. So we've gone and recorded 10 preview podcast episodes reviewing all the songs. So we're not going to talk them on our weekly, this show. Mm. Go and have a listen to those 10 ones because we spent all day yesterday, <laughs> yesterday doing them. We're not going to talk about the songs. But look, we haven't talked about the overall show and our overall kind of feel about the 10 songs. What are your kind of thoughts, Michael? Look, I'm, I'm actually a big fan of the 10 songs, to be honest. There's not one of them I don't like. I think it's a very even competition as opposed to perhaps last year we had some favourites that really did mm. sort of stand out and streak away from the field. I don't think we've got that this year. And um, there's not a lot to choose between the studios. I think it's whoever's got the most original and striking staging on the night will probably win. I totally agree. I think it's all really down to the lives. We've got some big vocalists and that kind mm. of pop side has gone for the big kind of kind of ballady vocals while the other side has been this new kind of approach with indie which i really like to see um happening we've got the montaigne's the dadiri and the jaguar jones very much triple j artists which is fantastic paul clark head of delegation is kind of his background in this area and it's been nice to see him pull that into the show because it is what young music is about in australia triple j's hottest 100 3 million votes so tack on to that and make your vision part of it who would have thought triple j artists would be doing a national final michael that really i just love that i absolutely love it yeah i'm not sure if it's a deliberate shift away from the pop sphere into the more indie we don't know i guess we would like to ask paul about that but certainly it seems like a gradual repositioning mm. of what we are as a music nation or what we want to send to eurovision yeah def definitely 50 50 there it hasn't gone full indie not no. by any stretch of the imagination jack vision i would not describe as indie okay um well other than the australia songs we also had the semi-final allocation draw during the week mm -hmm. um you know what look australia drew semi-final one it's important for tickets i hope you who got tickets got them this week for semi-final one also who we get drawn in it does have some impact you get them different pots we with the scandy pots we end up getting sweden and also uh, norway in our group which is i think a really good one also we got malta in israel which are friends of ours as well as belgium and germany a weird one that we should be happy about is belarus because they were the best of that pot yeah on the downside croatia azerbaijan Italy is not one of our good ones from the Big Five, unfortunately. haven't been, no. No, but you never know. Um, also, weirdly, uh, the Netherlands haven't been one of our best of that six, which is interesting. And also, Ireland have actually been quite harsh to us in the past. <laughs> though they were very friendly to us last year, so you just don't know. It all depends on the song. Exactly. Maybe we haven't exactly paid them back in votes either. Who knows? We've been above average on their Ooh, votes, okay, so they've been go. very much below average. So, you know yep. what, Ireland, we see you. Um, but big, big hitters in our group too, Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine are the only other nation who have um, not uh, not qualified for the final. Absolutely. There is some big hitters in this uh, semi-final. But having said that, if you've got the right song, you'll get through. Exactly. Um, I know there was a lot of 
pearl clutching oh, and people running teeth around. Teeth gnashing. You know, exactly. But uh, <laughs> as always, as I say, if you've got the right song, you will get through. We are in the first half. Who knows? That might work for yeah. us. Who knows? I know. We already heard Australia wasn't qualifying many times, and we've had, at that point, <laughs> one song released. Which <laughs> makes me laugh. People are like, I've heard half an Albanian song, and I'm ready to predict all 20 qualifiers from the semifinals. All right. I know. It's bizarre. It's clairvoyance seems to be quite a thing at this time of year. Well, look, we ended up getting another song this week, didn't we, Michael? Who was it? We certainly did. Spain decided to grace us with their song. It was by their internal pick, Blas Canto, and this is Universal. What are your initial thoughts on this one? What did you think of Blas's Universal? Uh, I thought it was... Uh, it sounds like Spain's trying to do a very commercial European song where there's some Spanish elements, but also very something pop and, com- and commercial and radio-friendly. Um, I think, for me, it... I just didn't really feel much <laughs> either way. Wow, that's probably not a good reaction. Yeah. See, I'm going to disagree with Spain trying to do Spain. I didn't think it was very Spanish at all, apart from the language. Well, it was in Spanish, so yeah, that helps. there we yeah. go, apart from that. Look, I, to be honest, my initial reaction, this is so bland. And to be honest, totally forgettable. Once I hear it for the three minutes, I'll remember it, and then ten seconds later, I've forgotten it. There is absolutely nothing about this for me that makes it stand out. I'm really disappointed. And considering it's been an internal selection from Spain, I don't know. There's no excuses, I reckon. I don't know why they're doing pop drops. It's kind of not 2017 anymore. Um, Look at Dua Lipa. We do choruses now. Um, uh, Yeah, I just felt like it's almost, again, Spain trying too hard. It's almost like they're trying to please everybody. And in the end come up with nothing yeah they please no one in the end yeah Mm, I think that is it seems like it's been done by committee I think he seems like a good artist and he hit some big notes in there so Mm. it could be definitely better live Um, but yeah I'm not seeing I'm certainly not seeing tally vote appeal here let's put it that way nor am I seeing jury to be honest Mm. it's a pretty bland commercial song I can't imagine juries are going to fawn over this one and yeah, I can't see Talibay for this one, so I don't really know what they were going on that one. So sorry, Spain, initial I, reaction. I, yeah, I'm disappointed. I was really hoping for better for yeah. them. Mm. Que lastima, que lastima. All <laughs> right, so I guess we should move on to the national finals of what happened this week, Dale. Yes, and you managed to get up at 5am this morning. I did, to watch the biggest of them all. This Melody Festival and kicked off this morning. We were Lin Copping. Uh, let's have a quick talk. What do you think of the entire semi-final? What was your vibe on that? Uh, look, great to have Melfest back, and it really is the only national final that can get you up at 5 a.m. Absolutely. Um, it, it's it's just so, done so well. Production was great. I quite like the stage. Some people said they didn't like it. I kind of like a nice flat structure, hmm. and you just got more to play with. Um, and there was some really good staging. I will actually say the staging was the highlight. Yeah. I thought um, Robin's staging was good. I thought Felix's was good, and so was Malu Pritz. Vocals, oh, ropey. And the <laughs> yeah. songs I wasn't overly enamoured with, but I really uh, was just smiling the whole way through the Mamas one, and I loved their little choreography. It was so perfectly done. It might look simple, but those little moves were perfectly executed. You're right. There were all these little serves that they were giving mm. throughout the whole thing mm. that it kind of added up. So I guess we should talk about the results. We yes. had our two directive finales. We've got Robert Benton mm. with his song Take a Chance. 
these little schlagery kind of abberesque kind of chorus thing going on there. I love the chorus because it sounds like an Abba song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I did expect him to be in the Ford director final. Maybe not, but I was I was surprised. But I think the song spoke for itself. I think he did struggle vocally, particularly in the high areas. Mm. But look, I think you know he he did well at Eurovision. They paid him back with that, and I thought the staging was actually. Probably my favourite stage in the night. Simple, but it was really effective. It was simple, but effective. I'll agree with that. Opening the show were probably your favourites. I'll take a guess. The Mummers with their song Move. Uh, good high energy opening. I thought they were good. Their direct finale. Yeah, look, I mean, they're, they're direct through and I really liked it. I wouldn't say I loved it. It was just really good and really well done. I think the fact that this went through showed that maybe... Maybe it wasn't as strong as other semifinals I've seen in the past. Nothing away from them. Mm. But that's normally a song that would go to Andre Hansen. I tend to agree. So I feel like that was probably the standard was maybe not as high as last year, maybe a little bit more like the 2018 mm-hmm. um, ones we saw. Well, let's talk about Andre Hansen and probably the two favourites going into this semi final were the two that get their second chance. We'll start with Malu Pritz and her song Ballerina. What was your thoughts on that one? Great staging. I really like the song. Um, again, she struggled a bit vocally. Uh, really heavy reliance on backing singers there. Yeah, I felt maybe just a bit of nerves or something maybe got to her a little bit on the performance. But uh, yeah, there were certainly some big notes or some power notes that maybe she needed the assistance of the backing singers on. I like, I'm like. i looking forward to her doing it again because yeah. I do agree. I think she will do better the next time. And I think it'll go through because I really liked it. It was probably the song I liked the most. Mm. It just wasn't quite executed. And the staging was really cool. I like the second dancer person. Yeah. 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 All right. And I guess we should have a listen to this one. It was went in the favorite to the semifinal. It got an Andres Hansen spot. This is Felix Sandman with Boys With Emotions. We're all a little bit broken Boys with emotions Trying not to show it Keeping it in, don't wanna admit We're all boys with emotions Forget what your dad said Put it out of your head well, as I say, went in probably the favourite for the entire competition, has gone to Andre Hansen. Look, I'm going to start with this one. I don't mind the song. I don't mind it at all. I quite enjoyed the staging, particularly the um, the sort of uh, superimposed stuff on him when he was sort of using him. Uh, yeah, but I kind of like the song. I was a little bit surprised it didn't go direct. Yeah, look, I think it was uh, staged really well. Uh, there was a bit of a trop pop vibe, which I thought, again, maybe not as current as they thought. Um, the lyrics were a little bit... I like the meaning behind it. Like, mm. Let's talk about the fact that boys are struggling with emotions. It wasn't what I expected from the song when I heard the title. I was thinking more like what he did last time, real sad boy. This had a message behind it, but the lyrics were a little oh, um, cheesy. I, didn't, <laughs> I, I felt like you had this really kind mm. of like... Uh, poppy it just didn't all match up to me i didn't really enjoy it that much for something that was meant to be really kind of heartfelt and trying to grab something i felt it was really cold and plastic i didn't believe i didn't believe what he was saying it has got that swedish clinicalness to it isn't it which means it'll probably go to eurovision probably (laughs) but no it had a very dance you off kind of feel about it so i didn't connect with it and i think people were comparing to statements like a big favorite going through and not the same type of song but Mm. like a little bit of an obscure song 
maybe this is going to flop when people really thought it was going to go all the way. I got the Ingrosso feel from the way it was shot as well. It mm. did feel more sort of a video clip rather than stage performance. Yep. It's an interesting one. We'll see what he can do in the Underhansen. Look, the only other one I want to mention from today is, and I felt she was a little unlucky, was Sonia Alden with her little Schlager song. It was a very sweet little tune. Look, I saw worse things get through last year in a yeah. pretty strong year. I think she was in another semi. Could have, it was a beautiful, it was all done in Swedish. It was wonderfully done. Probably missed a moment to kind of cause an upset because you had to take out a big name yeah, true. to get through today. Yeah, like there was. were four big names. That was a bit harsh. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was semifinal number one. We're off to semifinal number two to Gothenburg next week. Oh, we'll nice. talk about who's in that later with the weekend ahead, I'm assuming. Yes. Well, I mean, you can mention the artists. I didn't write them down. Okay. Um, but we do know one for sure. Okay. The other um, national final just next door to Sweden was obviously Norway. Uh, Melody Grand Prix, we've been following this all the way through. We were mm. in Western Norway this time. This is the fourth semi final they've done. And um, we ended up having a winner, and it was Magnus Borken with Over the Sea. Might be better, and it might be wrong. Okay, well, Magnus ended up winning the gold jewel over the surprise packet Nordic Tenors. He also took out Oda Loves You in the first jewel. Um, who she had a lot of staging there. Probably the biggest upset was uh, Hege Björk with her song Pang. She wore an amazing kind of out there dressed, didn't she? Very avant-garde, structural mm. type of starfish type thing. <laughs> yes. That's all I can say, but yeah. it looked really amazing. It did, and she did a great job, and she lost out to the Nordic Tenors. Anyway, so thank God Magnus beat the Nordic Tenors because they look like three accountants who turned up and did a... <laughs> I mean, the, the men can sing, but they shouldn't be going to Eurovision. Yeah. Um, but Magnus had the very kind of like sea shanties kind of song. I really liked it. Oh, um, you weren't a massive fan, though, were you, Michael? No, I think the whole thing's plastic and feels completely inauthentic you can have as many violins and people dressed up like villagers as you want sorry mate this is just i see straight through it i, I really thought the whole thing was cringeworthy probably almost as cringeworthy as the nordic tenors i don't know how they made the gold deal but anyway i, I find norway's giving me diminishing returns every week at this point look i think it actually picked up from last week the staging was really good staging was better i will say at least they had some sort of strong direction with everyone staging this week whether you liked it or not there was some sort of direction at least exactly now look um magnus's song uh is actually written by alexander reback who of course won eurovision 2009 and also Yalst, who made the top 10 in 2017. So I guess I can see where you're going through, coming from with the inauthentic. It's not written by, you know, uh, Bjorn down the um, village. <laughs> the fishing village. The no, fishing village. It's no. not. It isn't. But it's still a pleasing song, and I'm glad it won. Sorry, I'm not. Well, anyway, also was our pre-qualifier, <laughs> Ulrike. She performed her song, Attention. Mm. Look, it was okay. <laughs> if I'm being blunt, 
it was okay. It was fine. I didn't really. I was a little disappointed with that one. Uh, look, I thought it was very good and competent, but it's mm. probably not the best we've seen from Norway so far. Competent is a good word, Dale. Yeah, no, it was. It was. And maybe it'll... it'll. I kind of feel with these ones that are coming performing who are already in the grand final, they might pick up a bit more and do a lot more with the staging that could bring Definitely. things to life. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm expecting a bit more in the staging department. Uh, you, so I guess we're off to Norway next week for the North. Is that all that's left, isn't it? Somewhere in Norway, yeah. So we'll go that through <laughs> that for the week ahead all right fantastic let's go to the other national final that happened this morning we were in semi-final number one for lithuania and yorvizio satranka uh there was a winner from semi-final number one dale let's have a listen to aiste piliete with unbreakable we make it together She won the jury, came second in the tally vote, knocking off the route for top spot only because of the jury vote. What do you think of uh, this morning's semi-final? Well, look, you know what? You spoke about Eister last time, and I thought dated, not really working. And you know what? I was wrong. She did a really good job, and she won the jury, and that's why you get to play it. So <laughs> we might not ever have to play that song again. It is, look, it is very good. I did like the song. She did a good performance. I think the Rupa, probably the ones that really stand out, they won the televote in a canter. Yeah, they did. It's just because, for some reason, Lithuania does a tie break with the jury. Um, but overall, a really good show. I must say, oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Lithuania, probably the best national final so far. Really interesting staging, some really good songs. I mean, some really awful stuff as well. But now we're <laughs> at the semifinals. Good quality stuff. Um, really dis- uh, really disappointed to see Gabriellas uh, drop out today. He ended up coming eighth out of the ninth place. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the other qualifiers and then we'll All get right, on to All right, okay. Him. I was just showing my disappointment. <laughs> so, uh, also going through, as well as the root, were Kaira with mm. her song Alligator. She was serving clown realness this morning. What did you think of her performance? It was interesting. It was really interesting. It's a very good song, and she got a good reaction from the crowd. She was third and third. I really like it. I wish that was doing better with the scoring. It looks like a bit of a long shot at the moment. I agree. Uh, and the final uh, qualifier for our grand final was Rootaloop with mm. We Came From The Sun. I can't say I'm a massive fan of the song. comes alive in the last 30 seconds for me, but apart from that, I think it's... It's good staging. Making up the numbers for the for the final one would today, mm, I would mm. say. Uh, they knocked out Baltos Vanos, the young lady's by only a point. And mm. that was due to the juries again. But I do want to talk about Gabrielis Vagelis. Uh, he was the last time we will see him in his wonderful song. He made some interesting choices once again with his staging and appearance. We kept the tennis shoes. We lost the kimono. Mm-hmm. And he was sporting quite a fetching bob. It was, yeah. <laughs> Tamara, Tamara Tedeska-style bob. <laughs> that She's really making an impact this she year, isn't really she? Is. Particularly across the Baltic nations, yeah. And he had his backup dancers come out and do a bit of dance with him. But apart from that, it was pretty much the same sort of performance. I thought it was really good. It was last in the telly vote, and the 576 people in the th- in, who actually voted for it have taste. The rest of Lithuania, I don't know what you're doing. I'm still not entirely convinced that he's not a Chris Lilly character, because he <laughs> did look like Mr. G this morning. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Very summer hot. Oh, wow. Well, we've lost one of our favourite national final songs already. Exactly. Uh, semi-final two next week coming up for Lithuania. We've got the big gun going as in Monica Maria. Yep. We also have uh, 
Me and I coming back with drip. I can't oh, yeah. be ignored mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> so we'll see who gets through to the grand final next week. I would have my house on Monica Maria. She should definitely get through, but not necessarily will win the whole thing. It mm. looks very open at the moment for Lithuania. That's what's making it so interesting. Definitely. All right. Well, we're going to move away from Lithuania and we're going to go to... Belarus, of all places. (laughs) During the week, they held... not moving too far. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's not. It's just across the border, isn't it? I've forgotten about that. We're actually traveling there um, after Eurovision this year, so probably should know that. Um, Now, look, (laughs) um, they had their auditions, their famous auditions this week. It was on um, Monday evening. And um, out of the 49 acts, um, we did see... 12 get through, I think, from Belarus. Um, now, a couple of familiar names there, Napoli and Aura, we spoke about last week. Very, They are always in the national final, a lot of top fives there. Um, look, we haven't gone through the songs at great length at the moment, but it seems uh, Kisai or Kisi, it seems to be the favorite with fans at the moment. Mm. Kind of a bit of an upbeat, kind of a C-grade um, Xena from last year, I would oh, say. Gosh. So if that's a favorite, I'm kind of not looking at a, a great uh, a lot there. But we haven't gone through them, so you never know. There might be a diamond in the rough there for Belarus. Possibly, possibly. They do always throw up something fairly good. They throw up something indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, also, we had a lot of these nations revealing songs. Denmark, the same thing. We had um, Denmark reveal their 10 songs. We knew some of the wild cards already. Mm, which we really liked. Yes. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, we did. And you know what? At the moment, that's still the fan favorite. So out of all the 10 songs that have come out, the song that won the wild card is still the favorite. Good so um, that's Ben and Tan with Yes, the kind of of monsters and men sounding one. Mm. So that's really good to see. Now, that's not for a while. So we haven't gone through those songs. Australia decides has taken up all our time this week, I must say. But Finland. Ah, UMK. And UMK. So they're not doing the one artist and let's hear three or four different songs. They are going back to a national final. Only six artists this time, Michael. Mm. We had to listen to the songs today. And I'm going to say, I don't mind them. I think yeah. they're a fairly a lot of sort of competent bunch. 80s vibe going yeah. on with a lot of them, actually. The tempo stuff going on as well, which we quite like. Yeah, so because there was only six, we did manage to find some time between Australia Decides to have a quick listen. And look, one really stood out for me, and I just overruled anything of this. <laughs> this is the one we were definitely playing. It's Erica Vickman with Chichalina. So, Michael, uh, did you like as much as I did? <laughs> I do. I, there's something quite sort of retro, but still very pleasing about this. She, it's an interesting subject matter. Cicciolina is, for those who don't know, was an Italian politician and porn star. Um, <laughs> yes, she managed to do both of those at the same time, I believe. But a very sort of iconic figure in the late 80s and early 90s. Not somebody I expected a song to be written about in 2020. But uh, it's a very pleasing, quite a bop, really. I quite like it. But yeah, here we are. Oh, we've got that song. Um, as we were listening to it, I was trying to place the era it reminded me of, and I think I went through every decade. Yeah. There was something quite 80s and 90s and 70s about it. It was it kind of, and like, noughties as well. Um, really fun song, really enjoyable. And look, there's a lot of other good ones there, but a little bit too kind of maybe 80s Spotify for me. Um, there's also Katarina Zuka, yeah. who came second with Perfect Villain back in 2017. Her song is quite is really quite good when it hits its heights, but it kind of goes back into 
almost mid-tempo a bit too often. Exactly. It's, the song's called Eternity. It really does take a while to get going, but once you get to the banger part of it, it's fantastic. Unfortunately, that lasts for about the last 30 seconds, really. But it kind of goes in between. It goes <laughs> yeah. back and forth. It's yeah. like Beauty Never Lies, but if it's, Beauty Never Lies went backwards and then forwards again. It just needs a good remix. It just needs to stay it up. needs a remix. Stay up high, stay upbeat, <laughs> stay upbeat, and then that's quite good as but well. Looking, but, for, looking forward to discussing the uh, whole national final with the team and getting some rankings on these all up. A hundred percent. Yeah, you can see a lot have come through. Also, Armenia announced um, the 12 artists for Depi Evratizul as well. A couple of interesting people. We've got someone who came second in La Voix, The Voice in Canada. Um, so that's really good. An Armenian-Canadian there, um, Miriam. Also, um, we've got Vladmir, who won Junior Eurovision in 2010 oh, okay. for Armenia, and he's coming back and having a crack as well. Good stuff. You notice I'm only saying first name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I normally leave that to, to you. I don't want to destroy these uh, surnames there. Uh, well, you can destroy a few more names because I think we're off to Moldova. Yes. Yes. Now, they've selected their people. They're going to have a national final eventually. Oh, my God. There's been about three or four oh months of like, are we having a national final? We're not. not. So, basically, they decided we're going to do uh, audition process as they always do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If we want to have a national final, we will, but we might not. Yep. They are. There's 20 <laughs> acts that are going through to this Just for a one-off final. national final? Are they going to do two I semifinals or something? We don't know at this stage. Oh, um, but probably the main thing is Pache, who was in uh, Eurovision a few years ago for Moldova, mm-hmm. did get through, not surprisingly. Um, so that's probably the main news out of Moldova there. 29th of February is the final. So it may just be a whole lot of 20, which does seem a lot. It's a big show. <laughs> Big, big show. That'll be an interesting one. I think Liv is covering that for Aussie Vision. Good luck, Liv. Yes, good stuff. (laughs) We'll need to pay for her counselling afterwards, I'm sure. Right, so we've just got a week ahead now, don't we? We certainly do. And it's a big one. It's a really, really big week. So we've got the Poland, the first semi-final, but it's one of those ones where they're covering songs. This is ABBA week. It's ABBA week. So I don't really count that as a national final. I'm sorry. It's a bit X-Factory for me. <laughs> um, tomorrow we will have the Czech Republic song announced. Oh, okay. By PowerPoint? <laughs> yes. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? So that's that's actually really interesting. So um, I, I, my money's on Olga at this stage. Mm, she's got, got a lot of YouTube views. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed, though. I think that could be a really good Eurovision song. The Norway um, four songs will be announced, as usual, our weekly Monday news. Fingers crossed, I can only get better. <laughs> Hopefully you can. Uh, also, then we go on to Tuesday, and Sanremo starts. Oh, wow. Already? Yeah. Jeez. Where have you been? I know. <laughs> so that starts, it goes all week, so it goes all the way up until the Sunday. So that's just night one on uh, Tuesday. Jeez. Also, Israel will announce their artists. Okay. They're doing an artist selection process, a little bit like an X Factor, just Israel's own kind of little like version they of did it. last year. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And same with Netta. So it's just the artists that will be revealed this week. On Thursday, we have Serbia. The songs for Biovizia will be announced completely. We know a couple of them already come out, but we'll get the full list of them. Mm-hmm. On Friday, we will be down on the Gold Coast, Ooh. and it will be the jury show of Australia Sides. Absolutely, down on the Goldie. should be an interesting one. Yep, so that's all going to kick off there. And then, of course, Saturday night will be the final of Australia Sides. I just can't believe it's come around so quickly. We're yep. going to find out who our artist and song is. It's amazing. Kind of one of the early lot. We'll be like the third people to reveal, won't we? Yeah, I think so. Oh, Czech Republic as well. Yeah, that's true. 
But then the next day, we have so many national finals in one hit. As we are recovering or still out from the night before on Saturday, we will have the Malta X Factor final and the artist announcement from there. I've been keeping an eye on that. We've got a couple of decent vocalists coming through in Malta. Is Destiny still there? Uh, Destiny is definitely one of the favourites, and I think there's another female vocalist that could be the big danger. Destiny is Junior Eurovision winner from 2015. Also, Sanremo will come to an end, and we will have the winner and hopefully the Eurovision person. A bunch of drama. I've always felt there'll be drama. I feel like we can't always say definitely on Sunday, but surely it will be. And Latvia Supernova final will be there with Samantha Tina, a big favourite to yeah, win. I'm looking forward to that. I quite enjoy the selection of songs coming out of Latvia this year. It's a nice a nice bunch. Uh, also, national finals will be the Norway semi-final, the second semi-final for Sweden, Melfest, the second semi-final for Lithuania, the first semi-final for Iceland, and the first semi-final for Ukraine's Vidbur. Okay. So, holy dooly, that is a big Sunday morning, and we're probably going to sleep through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Depends cool. how big Saturday night is. Interesting second semi-final from Melfest. Some big names in it this year uh, in second semi-final. Closing the show will be Anna Bergendahl, I believe. She's back again. Um, Dotter, one of the fan mm. favourites, she'll be performing in that one. And, of course, one of your big favourites, Dale, Mendez, will be performing, fingers crossed, with somebody who can sing. Uh, but he is be- performing with someone else. Else, isn't he, he is yeah <laughs> but uh, i know you're a big fan i know you're waiting to see what he's my does. favorite former prisoner yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know one can only the mind boggles what he's going to come up i like mendez he's uh, a he's a lgbt ally yeah good stuff. the most unlikely you want to yeah. say that now in case you meet him at you <laughs> cuts you <laughs> all right well that's that is the week ahead obviously there's going to be a lot happening with the straighter sides this is the one week where we will say do follow us because there's going to be a lot of news coming out. We've got polls, we've got juries, we've got music people, we've got yeah. European press polls. So look, follow us at Aussie Vision Net on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as well. Absolutely. One of our biggest weeks of the year coming up. And make sure if you're just listening to the first time, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you get all the Australia Decides news. It's going to be a massive week for us. We're going to sound a lot worse for wear Sunday next week. Just warning you right now. It's not going to be an upbeat one. (laughs) And who knows who's going to win? I have absolutely no idea at this point. Indeed. All right. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for joining us, guys. See ya.